Welcome to Authority Issues, a podcast about leadership, management, and living the dream by playing in three different D&D campaigns simultaneously. Oh. Uh, I'm Rachel Perkins, aka Pi or Pi Bob. I'm into words, operations, cheese, and whiskey, and of course, leadership. And I'm Kendall Miller. Big, exciting things happen sometimes, and hot tubs exist to help you calm the heck down. Today on the show, we're talking with Safe Lodfi, co-founder and CTO at Axiom. Hi, Safe. Yes, excited to have you here. Hello. Safe. And and I'm going to give the disclaimer, as I often do, that I work with Safe right now. So I'm excited to have you here to talk about you, to talk about Axiom, to talk about your path here, but also to uh, rib you in a very public setting. So this should be exciting. <laughs> for um, by all means, by all means. But I, I, I like the AKA... Uh, uh, situation where we just announced your name and then the AK afterwards. So what would you put as an AK? Oh yeah, for... What the? Oh, Kendall. if if Rachel's AKA Pi or Pi Bob, I'm Kendall, AKA um... mastermind well, or blatant do. error. AKA, yeah, AKA uh, I don't know. Live 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 life balls to the wall or or give up i don't know i got nothing um so that's <laughs> but this isn't about me safe this is about you Not so today. Well, mine, uh, mine would be mine would be geeky ogre geeky ogre, geeky or general ogre. okay or general spanker general <laughs> spanker well that's, you did you seems... know you do have a very young kid so you get into that right there we go so wait 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 wait, wait. This has already gone off the fucking rails, Safe. We have a formula, and we do it one He's specific way. perfect for this are, show. This is, yeah, this is amazing. No, 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 no. So, I, I, I'm going to get back to Rachel here. General spankers because I spank people into line again. Or well, that's just what I used to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? When we started when, when we started Axiom, I didn't have a title for myself. I used to call myself the VP of shit. Uh-huh. You got to have, so, okay, so wait. So, right yeah. there. So, safe. Back all the way up. How did you end up as VP of shit at Axiom? Give us your, give us your story. How does little boy safe Lotfi, who I assume is growing up in Egypt, end up in Berlin working at a uh, monitoring company? Logging. Data. <laughs> A lot, of, a lot of regretful decisions. We can talk about that. I don't have enough. <laughs> I don't have enough. Well, you're gonna have to here. fit some of it in. I don't. I don't want. I want like the first uh, 10, 15 minutes to just be safe story. So tell me all mm-hmm. about. Wanted to go to the U.S. Ended up going to Germany because you know politics and stuff. In Germany, I went to college. And wait, wait, wait! Politics uh, and stuff what? like you didn't like GW or was this GH at the time? Like what? 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 What, what do you mean po- politics? And do you want to get into that? We don't have to. Uh, no, just like the Iraq war started, I wanted to uh. actually go to the U.S. to study, and, and I don't know. Uh, and it got it a made, lot it harder. It hard for people. Yeah. Yeah, way harder. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I went to Germany. Yeah. And that was fun. Okay. Um, you went there. Definitely, for... definitely, not, not a similar experience. People who went to the U.S. had a lot more fun in college than I did. <laughs> what did you study in college? Yeah. Um, well, it's called computational engineering, but it's translated to applied math in German. Okay. Okay. And so with the intention of computer, in, yeah, did, was the job, was the intention to go to computer stuff? Uh, I, I did want to do that, but, uh, okay. You know what? Full disclosure. I want to study computer science, but when you come from a Middle Eastern family, um, Back in the day, computer science still falls under, doesn't fall under engineering. It falls under science. Mm-hmm. So as a, a Egyptian boy, I'm not allowed to be 
anything else but an engineer, a doctor, or a uh, lawyer. I think there are ah, a number of cultures right? that are like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So I started off with mechanical engineering, right? And then uh, three years later, I dropped out and studied, studied ma- uh, applied math. And, okay. and then and then talk about your career trajectory. So then started as an individual contributor at uh, Cisco. Like where where did Junior you where did shit you go? engineer? No, uh, I, yeah, I did. No, no, I, I started doing open source. Uh, that's how I met Neil. Mm-hmm. Okay, Neil's doing the other co-founder of Axiom. You gotta yes. you gotta give that context. Keep going. Yeah, and we uh, I we clicked. Then from there we start just growing. Uh, he started using my software in his team at canonical and then i started sending him engineers from my side so i had like other people in the company used to either be summer code students or work with me on the project and they'll send them over to him he hired out also other people eventually the team grew uh then i went to dodge telecom to get yeah german citizenship and stuff and uh he went he we then went to Xamarin after that as a, as a small group and we hired the same people over again that we used to work with. Mm-hmm. And then that got bought by Microsoft. Uh, he said he doesn't want to continue. So I said, I'm not going to continue. And uh, because I don't know, I just make decisions like that. <laughs> uh, also that my mom didn't talk to me for a couple, like a month or two, maybe because she wanted I'm, you to work at Microsoft or what? I mean, I had a, I had a master's and PhD scholarship that I declined because I didn't want to do that. Ah. So it's just, uh, that was the first disappointment. The second disappointment was I had a good job at Deutsche Telekom, and basically it's it's like being employed by the government, so you can't get fired, and it's a good pension. Like it's a good situation, and when I didn't feel like uh, I'm happy, I just quit. That also just, you know, I yeah. think yeah, yeah, I understand. Well, I, I, I just, feel you, man. I really do. <laughs> Wait, like, I'm not doing this. Anymore. Were you were you individual contributor at all of these safe? Did you ever have a leadership role before uh, before founding Axiom? No, I never had a leadership role. And for me, it's interesting because I actually am more of an IC. And the reason I quit Dutch Telecom is because they made me a manager, and I don't like being a manager. Uh-huh. Um, I why, like. Why don't you like I, being a manager? Yeah. I think I got to. I, I think I got too um, used to the open source way of working with people, right? Mm-hmm. Where I work with people that have an inter- intrinsic drive. And uh, at Deutsche Telekom, especially if you have a lot of like government workers, the drive is not there. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah, yeah. I understand. Um, and you don't, you're not interested in the part of leadership where you're having to motivate people. I, I did now. I like doing that now, but. Uh, it's harder than I expected, especially once there's new people in the team that yeah. I haven't worked with before for so many years. Yeah, it is like, really hard. Again, like, uh, Neil, 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 I've known Neil since 2006. Uh, I've known Gord, Mikhail, Kampstrip, uh, Connor, Ted. These are all people that work at, at, yeah. at Axiom, Axiom today. Uh-huh. Which mean, yeah. I mean, that's pretty common, that's right? Other... To bring your crew with you when you're going to a new bring company. Bring your own team, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we, should have, we should have crew to We should have like, a, an o, like orig, OG crew shirts mm-hmm. for Axiom. <laughs> Don't you know? Well, I mean, would that not internal. feel like if you're newer that you're not part of the cool club? Like, I, I wonder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, all, I'm all about this now. I'm all about this now. 
I'm, I'm inclusive in a lot of things in life, but now I'm taking this is for me. Okay. I'm, I'm creating my own. <laughs> well, so it's also so, it's also it's, it's also a good sign because I, I, I uh, there's a play there's a shirt that Neil created once for me uh, that says there I have a shirt for me that mm-hmm. says I have no concept of safe space. Everything is safe space. Uh huh. Because uh-huh. your name is safe. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's a real T-shirt. So that's a good shirt. That's a real T-shirt that exists out there. <laughs> so, uh, safe. You got to talk about like. So this podcast is authority issues, right? Like we have on people who are in leadership positions talking about the problems they have with those leadership positions or 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 don't and uh that you're you know you're the the cto and co-founder of this company that is continuing to grow is uh you know you you play a senior leadership role even if you don't want to have to manage the people and you delegate that to somebody else um like talk about the the feelings you have about that because i think your your disinterest in being a manager uh at deutsche telecom um, and then, you know, you're ending up as a CTO and co-founder and leader at this company. Like, just, just talk about that. Uh, what has that been like? How do you feel about that? Because you, you still play, you're still very much a leader. You are very much a leader. You were a leader in that open source world, even if you weren't a people manager and, and the people manager bit is what rubbed you wrong. So like, uh, dig more deep into that. I think what got me, what, what, I think my role now is more of, innovation like actually driving innovation coming up with new ideas and new things that happen and since we're growing there's there's like around a couple people around me that i can communicate with my ideas and understand it quickly right that can like i'll bring something to 50 percent, and i see people i find people who take it to 80 and then take it and then more they'll take it to 100 percent, right so that's more of my role now in innovating the other part is i tend to get overexcited so I what? know how to. Sorry, keep going. I know how to attract along. people. <laughs> Sorry, I, I like, tremendously enjoy Safe because I think he's the most like me in terms of the overexcitement of anyone I've ever I'm, worked with. I'm getting like, that. I'm totally yeah, getting watching that. Watching him get there yeah, is so, entertaining. Keep going, Safe. Sorry. So, 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 th- uh, yeah, this is how you end up hiring people. I just get fucking overexcited about something, right? And then when you talk to them, it's just like I get overexcited. Maybe I oversell it too at the same at the same time. But this is how I get excited. About it. Like I just. It, it, uh, it's nice when you talk about something you worked on or, or you innovate or you, it's like your baby or stuff like that. And, and I think that what gets, mm-hmm. that's what gets me excited. So in terms of managing, like I'm not, I'm not, I don't think I was ever disciplined enough. Like I'm not, I'm not a disciplined human being. Uh-huh. Um, I'm, do, you, do you have I'm poor passionate. impulse control? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could be awesome, but that, yeah, because that lets you. I'm like the exact opposite. I'm, I, Kendall and I do well absolutely. together because we are so different. I am not a risk taker. So, I am not a. So it's really interesting to talk to folks who are like that and who have managed to make that work yeah, for them. See, I, 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 I was gonna say you're like Neil. You like you're like what Neil is to me. You are to Kendall, but Neil took a risk and uh, take took a couple of risks. Like we took. Just starting a company is a fucking risk. Oh yeah, point, so. yeah, yeah, big risk. Totally. Yeah, and then raising money and and you're selling something you believe in. That that's the huge risk. That doesn't right? yet exist and, a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, back then nothing existed. Yeah, yeah. So well, when you were, uh, when you were when you were co-founding this company, I mean, you had this whole crew of people who are accustomed to working with you and your way of working, um, and you brought a bunch of them on uh, at Axiom. How did you decide who was going to be the people managers and how did you manage to avoid getting put in that kind of role? Was it just like, I refuse, I'm not doing that. Or was there a discussion about this? 
How did that come to be? There was never a discussion around it. I think it's just something that happened organically and mostly because, again, I think this open source culture started sh uh, showing up that we had. It's this meritocracy mm -hmm. or, um, and just people who start growing into the roles that, 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 that they are good at, right? Like even when 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 we start, I remember when we started the when we like at some point I was telling people I'm the CTO on paper, but officially there's this other guy called Mikal. He's the CTO, right? The mm -hmm. and and I, I I do still to an extent believe that I do believe I do believe I add more value in other other parts. Like I will, I will get I will I will get something prototyped very quickly to make sure we can deliver that. Mm -hmm. And I can come and like, if there's a big issue, I'll, I'll start fixing those things. And I know how to, I know how to attract the people behind me to work with me. Right. But, but it's but probably then, a certain the, kind of things... people, right? Like the same kind of people who understand how to contribute in open source uh, and who yes, are just absolutely. are like, okay, this is a bug that I found that I have to figure out, or this is a feature that's missing. Like, do you have a, I mean, obviously you have product management. In fact, I believe I met one of your product managers or your lead product managers. Um, how do they interact with you in this situation? Is that complicated? Do you have friction there? I, so, yeah, we don't have friction. And I think, yeah, the head of product is really doing a good job of trying to manage my, my momentum. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very diplomatic way of putting your own. <laughs> I can imagine it being very difficult to, to manage and have a, you know, we don't, people don't really talk about roadmaps, at least people who are kind of into modern product management so much anymore yeah so but like knowing what's going to happen and what you're going to deliver over the next you know six months can be really difficult when someone's like "Ooh, squirrel you know like this is super exciting i'm gonna go work on that yeah, yeah, how yeah. do you manage that process so i know I, it's never "Ooh, squirrel i want to work on that okay so the idea is it's more of a there's one part that's one big part of the company. It's the database, right? Mm -hmm. And since I initiated and start, I'm the first one who wrote that. I still have the biggest interest of always seeing it faster, like, um, or better or stable. It, it's something that people don't understand. Like, if I see it not working, it hurts me. If something's broken, it I, I it does hurt me. I'm like that about so, writing. It's just this needs editing, and it hurts me. Yeah, that that I feel you. I understand what you mean. So. I will find the time somehow to just sit down. I, it, you don't stop. You're always thinking, how can I make this better? How can mm -hmm. I make this faster or more efficient? Something like this is what we're, how can I reduce the cost? And it's a constant thing that happens and it goes in your mind. And then the moment we, we the moment one of these things is needed, I show up and say, okay, I have these ideas. Mm -hmm. And have you had a situation right? where you've, Come to, come to the table with like this needs doing. I'm you know I feel it in my bones. It's hurting me. And then there, someone has said in an authority position to you, uh, no, we can't focus on that right now. How does how does that tend to yeah. go? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I was right. You were right. <laughs> <laughs> Always? Or are you saying you're right about something else? No, I'm not always right. But if I, but if I'm if if I if I'm like how do you itchy mm -hmm. right because i don't have an issue with throwing my code away that's something interesting i don't i like i i actually tell engineers always don't always throw code away yeah you want right? to take it don't out don't get attached to your yeah. don't, don't don't get attached to your code if it's bad right read it like um a lot of people will sit down and plan uh an idea and exp 
and experiment with the idea, mm-hmm. but it's a lot of planning involved. And I, and I'm more of a, okay, uh, I'm just going to dive with my head first. Yeah. Rapid and just start exploration. Throwing shit yeah. yeah. And I'll have two, three, four iterations before I not just understand, but actually feel the problem. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. so I want to feel like what the complexity is. And once I have the feeling of the problem, I start then go taking it. I throw away everything and I start going back. Okay. How do we move here? So that's more of my well, type of way of engineering. So, so I want to I want to dig into this a little bit. And and uh, first of all, I have a I have a specific story of one day Safe pings me early in the morning. He's like, "Dude, we got to talk." And he and he gets on the phone and he's like, "You'll never believe I, I I read this thing the other night. I was thinking about it. I went and changed you know X Y Z in the database, and we now handle this kind of data fourteen percent faster. And it only took me four lines of code. I'm I'm sure I'm getting some of those details wrong, Safe. But <laughs> I remember just being highly. Yeah, but that, 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 that at, sounds like me. That's oh yeah. Like well, that's the I think kind I just of sent out a couple days ago that you geek out on all the time. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Mikal just loses his shit about this all the whole time. Because I, I just did that to him like a couple days ago. Yeah. Well, so Mikal, Mikal so to, 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 to fill in some of the blanks here, and again, I, I have context because I work with these guys. Uh, Mikal is the person that uh, SAFE has uh, delegated all of the people management to on the engineering side. Is is now, his official title is VP of engineering, right, SAFE? Um, yeah. And uh, what I want to dig into here, though, is like... The thing that is contagious about you is your excitement for the tech. Like you do geek out in a way that, you know, like like right now it's, you know, part partly my job to put you in front of audiences and get you talking because I think your excitement is contagious and it's 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 a good thing. Uh, you're also like just a hardcore nerd who geeks out about a 15% increase. And what I want to know is how the hell does Neil and now Mikal and everybody else who's involved corral you because you you have a superpower and and safe to be clear I'm asking this because I want to understand how it works for you so I can help the people in my life corral me uh, but like like how good, is good it luck that with they that. figured out because well, you, you you have this superpower of excitement and squirrel chasing and you are very good at this one specific thing and also you could go completely off the fucking rails and tank everything if they let you go completely off the rails and tank everything so how does that relationship work from your perspective that keeps you focused on the right things moving in the right ways etc like like what's 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 actually going on there uh I think it's, I, it feels to me sometimes, so there's several ways of this happening. I think Neil just keeps, Neil and Mikhail keep track of all the stupid ideas I had. And eventually when we need it, they come back. Right. And I just dig out one part of the code that I had and I just, okay, by the way, this is how I used to do it. So this, this works for us that it's like, they're the catalog. I have a catalog, but I usually forget about what's in my catalog, and they are the ones who to ask me. Like I say, do you have something for this? Like I am. I might have something for Let this. Let me so look through my yeah, my little box of files. Yeah, okay. because if it, because I realized if, if I start just doing pull requests with the ideas I have, it'll just annoy the shit out of people, and it's also a misuse of my position, right? Mm-hmm. Because now I'm going off rails, and you tell it gives this other people feel like they have to go off rails, but it's also something. I don't mind people going off rails. I'll be very honest about that. First of all, why the fuck are we streaming? Are, is this a podcast with a camera? No, no. no we just have the cameras worry. so okay. that yeah, we your can talk more easily. Blurry, but, uh, we My just camera's doing people. some really crappy shit. Just a second. Uh, <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can edit this part out if necessary. Well, we'll see. I mean, half the yeah. time, the, oh. uh, the awkward in-between spaces. There's like party lights. 
they might be just a bandwidth yeah. issue. But uh, but yeah, we don't we don't share the video, so it doesn't matter. I don't mind. Uh, I, uh, my hair looks great today. <laughs> for uh, for the audience, uh, there there's no hair. In fact, I'm the only person on this podcast with hair at the moment. No, no, I, I, I use a little, a little trim on top, eighth of an inch uh, going on there. Yeah, Kendall. Uh, I'm Middle Easter. I can take off my shirt. Sure. <laughs> and, you'll, and you will have more hair than anyone on this podcast. Else, yeah, exactly. uh, I, I'm pretty sure. Okay. So, so okay. Uh, well, so but, so finish that thought. Wrap up that thought. Yeah. So the idea of being corralled. Yeah, the, the, the corralling. <laughs> you have a catalog. You have people who put you, who who keep your ideas, who pull out your ideas when oh, it's yeah. the appropriate so, time, who help shut down but, when but, it's the inappropriate time. Go ahead. But what, what one thing I, I, I do still try to push through, and I hopefully I can do that more, is I do want to celebrate people when they go off rails. Because you want to push people to, and not off rails because, you know, uh, like if there's a plan for something, then let's commit to it. Mm-hmm. But if you have a small, but if you're going to do something, if you're going to target the same objective, but go off rails, than what we all agreed on, then you should have brought that during planning. Right. Mm-hmm. However, if you find something and you can fix it quickly, let's celebrate that. Mm-hmm. Right. If you come up with, let's celebrate because we are a small company, and we should be celebrating not just accomplishing the roadmap, sticking to a plan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We should also be celebrating um, the intrinsic intrinsic drive of people. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you can right. see a future where the company is larger and you've you've developed this culture of it's okay to go off and do your own thing to a certain extent. Like you're going to have to manage that more in the future, well, in my opinion, or else you're going to well, end up uh, with Google a... Google ha- Go- yeah, that's a 20% Google project a thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is it 25% project, now? Yeah, that, that... No, 20, 20, Inflation. 20. I, 25 is what I want to do. <laughs> That's what I want to do. Okay. Okay. Well, so that, that makes sense. As long as it's like, you can't do this more than X amount of your time, but we're, we're assuming that X amount of your time is going to be spent working on projects that excite you personally. Is that not what... personally 20% that, that contribute to acting being better. Okay. All right. But both is good too. Both is good. I mean, for you, it's you, it excites uh, you personally. Well, even... Going off the rails, you're giving specific guidelines to that that going off the rails. And you're, you're not talking about like, hey, product says we need to, you know, go build blue flags and you decide, fuck product, I'm going to go build red flags. What you're saying is, is you know, product says, hey, let's build blue flags. And along the way, you say, hey, there's these other things we need to fix up and, and repair. So it's, it's a little different than just like yeah. completely off the rails. It's corralled off the rails. It's, it's hurting of people and their passions, which is what any leader is doing. But, mm-hmm. um, well, so I, I want to come back to, were you going to say something safe before I ask my next question? Nope. Okay. So I want to come back to that, uh, you know, some of the, the, the leadership bits that we're talking about here. Your, uh, there you go. Your camera's fixed. It's so nice. Um, yeah. Your, we, we talked about the reaction to management and now your position of authority. We, we didn't ask the direct question, like talk about how you feel 
about having authority over other people. You've given yourself this title, the the janitor of shit or whatever you call it, and and um, VP of shit. VP, VP of, of shit. shit. So so it, it seems like there's some discomfort with uh, just having authority. Period. But like, I don't want to put words in your mouth, and I'm putting words in your mouth. Tell us how you feel about having authority over others, and then conversely, how I you feel about other people having authority I over you. I don't think I ever. I never. I don't think I ever came down with. I decided for you to do this. Sorry, I want like, I it's not my it's not my way. I will do that if absolutely necessary, but I never really had to do that. And um, part of me is more like if you don't, if through two three discussions you can't come up, you can't, you can't align with my thoughts, right? Yeah. Then most probably we did something wrong during the way hiring. Well, so then, then what's the other side of that? You don't like to come down hard on people because you also don't like it when people come down hard on you on the, this is where we go. Like, how do you feel when other people have authority over you? How have you reacted to that? I don't like it either. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like, I, I have an issue with authority, with authority, especially at work. I think, I think I'm, I'm too creative to be, I am creative. I'm too creative to be just writing what people tell me to do mm-hmm. to write or code what people tell me to code. But at the same time, I need, I need the rails, the guidance, or, you know, it's like bo- the yeah. guidance, right? Like, Hey, mm-hmm. where, where are we going? And because this adjusts somehow with what my actual passion is. So I know how I know where I'm moving. Yeah. Like I might be working on something right now on this, uh, on the side in like 20, 20% people don't know about it yet, but trust me, five weeks then from now or right after a reinvent it's going to be in part of it's going to be a bigger thing you there's this there's this running joke at axiom that neil put once in our in our quotes channel i don't know if you ever read that uh just a second uh, quote is coming up internal channel <clears throat> no 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 uh i'm sending it to you on uh uh, <laughs> on is, on Slack, Kendall. Is this so because can I can't it, read right? it out loud, or I can read it out loud? <laughs> no, you no, you can read it out loud. All right, I am uh, anticipating. Okay, let's see here. So, it says, <laughs> um, "Oh wait, it just disappeared." Just a sec. Monday, safe. I have this great idea. Tuesday, Camstrup, one of the engineers. No. Wednesday, Michal, now the VP of engineering. No. Thursday, safe. What about now? Friday, Camstrup and Michal merging it. I bent physics to make this thing go faster into master. Uh, merged. <laughs> that the, the commit message is I bent physics to make things go faster, and it's been merged into master by uh, Michal and Camstrup. So yeah. So your your point is uh, you come up with now? an idea, and everybody says no, 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 and then they merge. Yeah, it and I'm they used, I, 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 and I'm good with that. And it's not for me. I, by the way, this doesn't happen because I abuse my power. If you know Camstrup and Michal. Uh, if they don't want something that doesn't fucking happen, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I always call Mikhail the gatekeeper. So the chemistry between me, Mikhail, and Kamshir was always, I'll bring something 50%, Kamshir will take it to 80%, and Mikhail take it to 100%. Mm-hmm. Right? It's the, so if it gets shut down by Kamshir midway through, then it's not going to happen. And once I have Kamshir, Mikhail will most probably also say, okay, this, this might go through. So, so we so- always had this, this 
we we've done this since 2009. I, so well, that's this or is 10. kind of what I was talking about earlier, right? You have your crew with you that you trust to keep you on the rails when it's necessary. I imagine that if you had not developed this group of people that you're going to continue to work with because they understand how to get the best out of you without wasting too much time going off in different directions. Uh, this sounds like it's been a great, like a great way for you to move through your career is to have, you're not just one person, you're a team of people that produce together. Does that yeah. make sense to you? Like if you had not had this group, do you think you would be in the position that you're in now? No, no, I, I think the position the position i'm in now is a position where i found i co-founded the company mm -hmm. and when i am needed my authority figure has to come through because we have to be innovative we have to find an innovative solution to a problem that nobody has faced before but when we're trying to deal with something maintain something into a position of stability which is not my proper strong suit you know people like me can't catch up will come and take over that right and i'll take up I'll, I'll go to the side mm -hmm. and i like that because yeah, it's yeah. also like a small vacation for me but yeah so, so you're like the giant robot that's made up of smaller robots that each do a particular thing better than the others and together well, you yes. form that you know whatever yeah so the, we, we've talked about how you know when we uh raise our rings together captain planet or power rangers or whatever we've talked a lot about Goldorak. how we make all the pieces actually work together but that's, you know, and, and safe. I tremendously enjoy you. So I find that discussion entertaining, but also tell us when you fucked up, give us a story. Like what, tell yeah. us about a time where it all a hard just lesson. fucked up. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this could be good. Oh. You. oh my God. Like how much time do we have? You all, I mean, how, how, how long can you tell? Uh, <laughs> we, we want a good Another 15 story. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, let's say let's say at Xamarin once I deleted production database, like completely mm. deleted, or was there a backup? I mean, and why? Because came straight was back. There was come through. Like like I, I want to. No, Neil Neil Neil, 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 Neil came through. Neil came through. Neil came through. And bailed you out? No, no, oh, no, no. So bailed me out was other situations where I was supposed to get fired, and he made sure I didn't get fired. That's a different issue. There's a lot, there are a lot of instances where I should have been fired, rightfully so, and I wasn't because of Neil. Mm -hmm. But also situations where people tried to fire me and I was completely innocent, right? Because Azure wasn't performing well, and people think that's my fucking fault because Microsoft doesn't know what the shit they're the fuck they're doing, right? So all of a sudden we're slow. Safe, it's safe's fault. Fire him. No, it doesn't work like that. But also we did other things like uh, again deleted the database, production database. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah at a company uh -huh. before <laughs> uh -huh. and then we had to replay that very quickly from from all the backups we had that 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 took us a day um what else did i fuck up um i mean but what about like on the it, that's that's a little bit of you going off the rails and, and the problem happens but like what's the what's the what's the leadership what's the time as cto that you fucked up what's the time as a leader that like what's the lesson you've had to learn that's made you. Yeah, that has not changed the way you do things. That. Yeah, there we go. That's changed the way how you work. Um, a lot of things. Uh, Give us the most profound. Not, not, not understanding the problem fast enough. I think that's a problem that I, and I still face that. 
mm-hmm. a lot, or not the problem, the objective. Right? It takes me a while to understand sometimes the objective, and that's because I'm not interested. Usually, it takes. Over. If I'm not interested in something, I won't. I I I have you no have difficulty association mm-hmm. with it, and I, and again, I'm not disciplined, so I'm not going to work on it. But once I understand something, the other side shows up. It's like this extreme side. Like, okay, now I'm now I'm super motivated, right? And then there's other problems because then I assume others can should be as motivated as I am. So there's a which mismatch. Usually they're not. Yeah. Which they're not. So it's always this trying to um, trying to balance my expectations. But usually I do good. I do good by getting people excited mm-hmm. when I'm working on something. Like I will drag people to work with me if needed. Not drag them. I'll excite them into dra- working with me. And what happens there? They will go off rails from whatever they're doing, which uh-huh. becomes a bigger problem. Right, because so, I am fixing problem number. There's problem A that they're fixing. I'm fixing problem B. I get excited about problem B, and the gravitational and sudden, pull of your excitement pulls everyone over to working on problem B, and problem A doesn't get solved. Not everyone, but but let's let's say some really strong people start working on problem B with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And the other problems that I see, for example, is like there's a problem. We uh we. Especially now when we deal with more customers, a customer will come and say, we have a problem, et cetera, I will just go ahead and start fixing this if it's in my hands, right? Mm-hmm. Without going through product, without going through engineering, and I'll just start fixing it as much as I can. And next day I tell people, okay, I have this. Let's just, I'll take one, two people to focus with me. That becomes a problem because all of a sudden I'm going out of plan. But at the same time, it's bad for internals of the company, but... I absolutely believe it's also good for the relationship with the customer. Yeah, yeah. I've so definitely been in those situations before, for sure. Where the customer all of a sudden is like, oh, I like this. Mm-hmm. Like we had a re- situation recently where I went into a private chat with the, with our counterpart at a, at, a, at, a, at, a, at a potential customer. And I think once this discussion starts happening privately, momentum was a bit different especially from my side. But then it, two days later, engineering and product are are in a situation where like, okay, I have all these weird fixes, I have all these weird we need to do it because the customer needs them. Yeah, but when was that communicated? Where was that communicated, mm-hmm. right? And that, that, that's, that, that, that's, a, that's usually a problem. Yeah, but yeah. I wouldn't call it my biggest fuck up. If you want an actual biggest fuck up I have done is not listening when I'm a hundred percent sure about something was not listening to my guts. Okay. And, and allow democracy to take its uh, course. I see. So, uh, and I think that's, that was wrong. Democracy. This is, this is, this should be, yeah, it doesn't work. It's not a democracy in the company for sure. I know a lot of people do tend to think that way about, uh, especially like if a company is larger and something gets changed by management and then the, the rest of the company is like, but what about, you know, you can't do this to us. And, well, it is not a democracy. I, I agree. It's not your family and yeah, it's go, not a democracy. Go, yeah. Go, go unpaid for two, for one and a half years, then you get, and start your own company. Then you get to take, make these decisions. <laughs> yes. But yeah. I think that, that, but if, from that part, a lot of problems have. Like, I let people go. I shouldn't be letting go. We rehired them eventually. Mm, wow. Right? Like, stuff like this, right? Like, where, where, you, where this happened. And that's because maybe I wasn't 
insisted enough on what I thought is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. So it was more of I fucked up on the people side. I did fuck up technically a lot, but it's too much for me to start counting. And that's often but the, that, the people yeah. side is often more impactful when you're when you when you fuck something up. It's you know it goes on for longer. It's it's a it's a deeper failure of the company itself if you're you know well, if you're not. If you don't do that part right, then you're probably not going to make it on the other, just on the merits of your technical ability alone. But it's good. I mean, you you yourself, you yourself are like, I'm not a manager. I'm not a people person. Someone else needs to take that from me. And that's a realization that a lot of leaders don't have, right? You have the, I'm so excited about this. I can communicate my excitement. Uh, I can bring people along with me, which is very difficult to do. Uh, But oftentimes folks who, who, don't have that second part, the leadership of like the management of people part, they, they don't admit that. And so they go on to continue to mess things up with their teams, with their companies, with even the community of users around them. Uh, so I think it's good that you're aware of, this is where my abilities end or the, my interest in making, I mean, have you ever taken leadership classes, management courses? Have you been forced to do that? Have you read books about it? Is that something I'm taking a, so I did read a lot. So during the open source days, uh, I did stick to a couple of books that I liked reading. So there was um, uh, Getting to Yes, mm-hmm. right? And Getting Past No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Drive, mm-hmm. Things That Motivate Us. I think these were inter- these, these are the three books that really motivated me and make make, make me better in dealing with leading a, a, an open source team. And I, I know I can lead an open source team. Mm-hmm. Right, because the open source side of things is interesting when leading an open source team is, especially back in the day when there was no GitHub, there was just IRC, right? Yeah. Um, most people show up and they work on the same project. And if you didn't get along with the people or you weren't aligned with the same ideas they had, right? You just leave. Yeah, or go fork. To a different project. Remember, 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 remember when fork was like this big F word that everybody was fearing, and like you, I'm going to fork this uh, this project. And then, you no, go ahead. Now GitHub, just, <laughs> yeah, now GitHub just is like one click away. You press fork, and all of a sudden you have like a little fork. So yeah, back. So what happens is you end up working if this you end up working with the same people who have the same interest in the same in, in the project, and eventually you align somehow. Like not 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 on the not in a political way, but just the thoughts and the way you do, or you see how you add value to each other. Mm-hmm. And I think this is the, yeah, this is how I had to deal with, with, with management or leading teams because I never really managed. And, um, mm-hmm. and then that's why like drive was interesting because drive always, the, the point behind drive was, you know, you, you give people uh, autonomy to, and then they master something. And when they master something, they have a purpose, and they stay like they stick around, etc. They become a reference point to others. That's that. That was drive getting, you know, the the um, getting to yes and getting past no are two, two very interesting books because they're more about uh, negotiation. Because one of the things you, you'll find in, in 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 management and leadership is in tech, you get into tech based on your technical skills, right? Mm-hmm. But then you're promoted based on your negotiation skills yeah and how do i how how do i get things along what there's a very dave eves from mozilla had this very interesting um, example of what your job as a manager ends up being uh, in tech and it's mostly it's like having i know it sounds weird but like when you have kids 
right? And the kids are uh, fighting over an orange, mm-hmm. right? And um, it's like engineers fighting about solving the same problem, but two different ways. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, with the kids, you're going to say like, you know, you can cut the uh, orange in half, but now nobody's, uh, you know, one of them got the smaller part and uh, he'll hold it against you for the rest of your, your, his life and, you know, shit like this or the other, or then you can tell one of them, okay, you cut it and one of the other one gets to pick the first part, but then you're still not being efficient enough. And then the idea is like, okay, how do you negotiate your way to the most optimal solution? And it always starts with the, with the question, why? Why do you want to do it like this? And then actually taking the time to listen on why do you want to do it like this? Understanding why, what's the reasoning behind it, et cetera, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's, um, that's what I kind of learned in terms of leadership and et cetera. But it's, it's not people's management. It's, I think it's more expectations management. Mm-hmm. So, okay. um, well, for time's sake, we got we to pivot a little bit here. This is, um, this is good. Thanks, Safe. Talk about... Uh, I mean, (laughs) there's a couple different directions I want to go, but I I guess, uh, you know, I want to bring it around to personal a little bit. You've, you've talked a lot about work. Uh, Tell us about personal life, like outside of work, what keeps you busy? Are there hobbies? Um, You know, I think there was hobbies. uh, Yeah. So there was, there was, there was hobbies. There was hobbies. Now I have, I have created my own alarm clock that I cannot snooze. So yeah, and that, and that, 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 that alarm that, clock is six months old. Is that what uh, what we're getting at yeah. here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> it's it's becoming better now because wakes up, does all the Google Gaga stuff, and you know it's kind of cute in the morning. But then he's like, "Fucking six a.m. Dude, fuck your sleep, dude. You will <laughs> one day, one day you will sit here and miss the fact of how you sleep." But um, other than that, this right now I'm I'm getting back into the whole like. I had a, a stressful year. I got married that a couple of things happened in a year. So now I'm, I'm more or less like trying to get, take care of, you know, myself a lot, uh, taking care of my diet, mm-hmm. like eating better, etc. cetera. Um, a week from now I can play sports again, which is also, also fun. What kind so of sports? So I'm going to get, get back into, well, I'm, I used to play tennis. So I'm, I'm thinking of picking that up again or, um, I, in the well, summer, wait, I what happens a week board. from now? Why are you waiting for another week? I had a nose surgery, so I'm not allowed to do. Oh, oh okay. The sinuses, yeah. Oh. My sinuses, uh, were, yeah, I had to go through with that. So one week of no, one more week, and then Congrats. I'll go crazy. Uh, yeah, thank you. I can I can breathe and smell it's things. Awesome, all of a sudden, right? I start smelling Berlin. Ooh. I'm not coming to San Francisco, though. <laughs> I am not coming to San Francisco anymore. <laughs> I uh, I can that. understand that Absolutely yeah. not. now that you can smell things right yeah I, I like I could I could I could smell but I now smell intensively I and that's that, that's something like this is I know it's personal but and you want it personal here's something stupid since my my day my son was born he started pooping right mm-hmm. and guess what you get used to the poop smell and everything is nice etc you know when he's like one month old you know, on a scale from one to ten it's like I don't know the pooping is uh, one so it's not that bad. And then every month it's a bit more. So since I could only smell, let's say, twenty percent of what other people can, other people could smell, which is actually eighteen percent from here and and sixteen from the other side, I could smell literally 20, under twenty percent of what other people are smelling. I think in terms of the intensity, I can smell. Yeah. Other than in when you're eating, it is. It it's is. Thing it occurs. Kendall, yes. It is because now, because now, because now, because by by the time he was five months old, right. I was smelling like I was at one 
where people were at month one, I am now at one. So uh, his for me, his shit smelled like what what you know what other kids is smelled at one month old. And all of a sudden, I upgraded to five or six. You just so like I wasn't transitioning back. Through this, through this, <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck are you eating? Like, because I know what I'm feeding you. Mm-hmm. This is an allegory for leadership. Thing. Like, all of a sudden, everybody else's shit stinks, and yes, maybe you don't. And yours does not. Yeah, what, yeah there, there's, a, there's definitely no, 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 an no, no, allegory no, no. there. You'll, you you become a shit umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ignorance that is a good is path to leadership. And, you, you, <laughs> and then, um, so the, the the part of that is you. One thing that I find interesting is you give the kid, uh, say, let's say, fifty milliliter, uh, uh, one hundred twenty milliliters of of, of milk. Mm-hmm. How the hell? How do they turn do it into the volume? No, how, how the how, <laughs> what reaction happens in your stomach combined with air that produces five times as much shit? Because I didn't think parents times. talk about. Yeah. I fed you once or twice. <laughs> So now this is like, uh, I, I think for, and then I took some time off recently to spend with my kid. And I think my personal hobby became debugging my kid or reverse engineering the kid. I figure out what the fuck does he want now from me? Mm-hmm. Right. And it's just a reverse. It's just, it's a trial and error until you figure out things. But also I taught him to communicate with his hand. So when he's actually, when he's uncomfortable, right. When there's something missing, hungry or sleepy, he does this. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I really, I love that 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 uh, parents have learned to do that. That they, you know, could communicate with sign language with your children. Because I would find that incredibly frustrating. I've, I've never had kids. I don't really want to have kids. We just had a podcast about that last week. Uh, probably ship this week. Um, but the the idea that you can that you can actually get them to tell you how they're feeling without needing to actually have vocal language. I think that's wonderful. I bet it helps a lot. It helps a lot because the moment he does this, I know alert because then he does something else that I did not teach him, which he pulls on his own hair because he's uncomfortable now. Like that's that's when you know, okay, we're over. We're, this is alarm, you know. This yeah. is, You know, red yeah, alert. Yeah, yeah. This right. is red alert now. Fix this. And, but yeah. but but most of the time, it's just at this point, he just wants to sleep. He's so upset, he wants to sleep. It's interesting but that I, you know. Is, I bet that this is genetic safe and I just haven't picked up on it because when you go to pull on your own hair, I just, I, I don't notice because you're just, you're so bald. Uh, is that, uh, what, is that? Wah, wah. Uh, oh, Kendall. No, I, 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 I wish, I wish, I yeah. wish. Pull on uh, your beard instead. I, I pull on my beard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. there you go. There you go. I've always like, wanted yeah, to have Every time you see me do, uh, uh, trust me, it requires a lot of, uh, more than your hair on the head the maintenance food sticks here mm-hmm. and yeah. the food sticks around here and then all of a sudden there's this constant smells yeah i feel like again like the smell blessing and a curse if i had a beard i'll just have to stick to having one in uh in Celasta, the video game um, well so so we gotta wrap up for time's sake and i play and i play call of duty that's and you play call oh, of duty. okay the uh, my my camera is doing funny responses in the new Apple camera when I when I accidentally put up my thumb. Uh, so so to wrap up, so uh, axiom.co. If if people want to look at what you're building, uh, it's logs, traces, metrics, data platform. Um, I will say the technology behind it is the reason it's exciting, not because uh, you know logs are the most exciting thing in the world. Logs are the so, best. Uh, what are you talking about? When <laughs> 
And uh hey, 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 hey. Mm-hmm. I will use my authority here to spank you. Because you're talking about shit <laughs> to, about logs. To, because because <laughs> you like all the logs. Safe has a hat that just says logs. It's like it's That's awesome. Cool. Um, That's cool. And the uh, finally, safe. If people want to find you on the internet, where can they find you? So yeah, either on uh, Twitter, safe Lotfi. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to spell it out, so we'll figure it out somehow. Yeah, yeah. And the other way is uh, yeah, usually find me on. I know you find me there. You find me on axiom.co just or our Discord. Just join our join our Discord. Okay. Axiom.co slash Discord, and you're gonna find safe there. All right, I'll put that. in And the guess show what? Notes. I I got I I actually got safe on Discord. The actual username safe, just safe. Cool. Nice. Six cool, cool. Um. Well, thanks for joining us. Appreciate the time. Safe. Go hang out with your kid. It's late yeah. there. Uh, we'll let you go. Awesome. Thank, Thank you. you.